Hello, how you doing? Hope you're doing well. I am Kiara Kanan. Welcome to Confessions of a Canaanite, where Mondays are motivational, Wednesdays are full of wisdom, and Fridays are just plain fun. And today is Friday. Today, we are actually going to remember and reflect and relive the year that was 2020. How are we here? Like, how are we here now? I just... I don't know if anybody else is still just kind of like shocked at all the things that happened in 2020. 2020 was a crazy year and I'm going to be that old person that like will not shut up about it. Like future grandchildren, like I apologize in advance. Like I'm going to be annoying. I will never shut up about it. This is the craziest year that all of the humans on this earth have ever lived, have ever lived. And I just want to take a moment to like document what happened to share my experience to like reflect man like it's just been such a crazy year like I just feel like it'd be ridiculous not to give 2020 the rating it deserves I guess the review it deserves so we're just gonna review the year this time last year is when everything popped off like this is when the shutdowns happened I I mentioned this on Monday this or Wednesday this is when everything crazy started happening and For me, my, like, I knew things were real when there was no traffic in Atlanta. Like, it was a Friday. There was no traffic. A drive that should have taken me 45 minutes to a little bit over an hour took me 20 minutes. Took me 20 minutes. 20 minutes. It's unheard of. I got to work so early that I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stop by Target and like see if I can grab some stuff because clearly the world's ending. And when I walked into Target, that's exactly what was happening. The world was ending. Target was so busy. It is morning time. Like, it is morning. There were so many people. They all had baskets and all the baskets were empty because nobody could get like their hands on what they actually wanted. Paper product aisle, empty. No paper towels, no toilet paper, no nothing. There was no meat. There was, there was bacon. That's it. Cause I remember I was like, there's bacon. Like there was no meat. There was bacon. And I think like, maybe, I don't know. I think like some hot links, maybe, I don't know, but there was not like, there was no chicken. There was no beef. There was no steak. There was no, there was none of that. Um, the cold and flu section, like the medicine section, completely empty. And I just remember walking through this basket, walking through Target with this basket, like, what am I really about to do? Like, what am I even about to get? I fell into the hysteria for a second. I'm not even going to lie. And I just started grabbing stuff. I was like, I just, I don't know if we're ever going to get out again. The world is ending. What's happening? Thankfully, there was water. It was getting low. I got some water. I got like pasta, but no pasta sauce. And it wasn't even like fettuccine or like spaghetti or like even penne it was like you know weird pasta shapes because everybody took all the good ones I got like beans and I got tuna I think I got laundry detergent and dish soap like that's not even a meal like pasta beans tuna like what what is that but I was like I'm just gonna grab something edible because I don't know what's happening in life I overhear like the Target employees talking and they were like, yeah, man, at, like 7 a.m. this morning, there were so many people, they were like lined up at the door. He said it was like Black Friday because everybody was just terrified and like needed to buy stuff before they, I don't know what we thought was going to happen. Like, do you look back and think like, like, yeah, 2020 was bad. Yeah, quarantine was like, you know what it was, shutdowns and whatnot. But do you ever look back at like how you reacted and you're just like, dude, you need to do that. Because 
now that I look back, like, I'm kind of like, why were we, like, freaking out? Like, so I will never understand the toilet paper thing. I don't think anybody ever will. This one lady in the middle of Target, all these people, all of these people, right? She's going to say to the employee, do you guys have any toilet paper? Ma'am. No! Where have you been? Did you just, like, wake up from, like, a two-month coma? Like, where have you been? No, they're not hoarding a little stack of toilet paper just for you, ma'am. No. Get in line. Anyways, I leave Target with my random items. And I go to Chick-fil-A because I still have time. I told you I got there crazy early. Um, and I, the drive through line was insane. So I go inside and the tables were flipped upside down. That sounds normal now because we're used to that, right? We're used to, like you know, in restaurants and things like that, like the tables being like pushed to the side or like six feet apart. This was not normal then. I walked into Chick-fil-A and like the tables were gone. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, carry out only. And I was just like, okay. So I ordered my food and I sit to the side, like waiting for it. And I remember just like looking, looking at the line at Chick-fil-A, looking at the emptiness, like there, no bar stools or no chairs, no nothing. And I was just like, I don't know what's happening. What is happening? We have a conference call at work, and they're like, we're going to send you guys some PP. We're going to keep you guys safe, whatnot. Uh, but then we have another conference call on Monday, and they're like, all right, we're going to like limit the hours. We're going to limit how many people are in the building. Like We're going to slow things down. That was Monday. Tuesday, I get a call, and it's like, hey, we're closed. Um, can you, like come up here and help me like call the employees and whatnot and let them know like we will be closed like we had to give them like numbers we had to give them resources because like we didn't know what was going to happen we were supposed to close for two weeks two weeks because you know that's how long the virus lasts whatever whatever two weeks and it turned into two and a half months two and a half what? That is unheard of. That is unheard of. It was like summer vacation for adults. Um, I know some of you have like quarantines way longer than that, but as you know, I live in Georgia and we have been like wide open, <laughs> wide open. The second that I knew that I was going to be on quarantine, I like, I stacked up. My quarantine was pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. And it feels like insensitive to say, cause I know, I know so many people had devastating times right and I feel very bad I actually had survivors guilt about it I will talk about that in a second but um my quarantine was pretty fun <laughs> um I did every puzzle you can think of I got so many puzzles immediately the second I knew that I was gonna be home I was like listen I gotta do something so I bought puzzles I bought tie-dye I baked a lot I baked so much I made like quiche for the first time and it was really good. I was like making things homemade from scratch. I, I don't even, I still don't know how this happened, but like I actually had like this Chick-fil-A plug and I had so much Chick-fil-A in my home. Like I was receiving bags. I have pictures. I was receiving bags and bags and bags of like patties, of spicy patties, of grilled patties, of biscuits of the mini biscuits the nuggets I, I had everything but the sauce I had soup I got soup I got strawberries I had everything but the soup I even had the sweet tea y'all oh my gosh like very thankful I'm not complaining um I I had so I literally had to rearrange my like freezer 
refrigerator, the deep freezer. You know black folks, they got a refrigerator in the garage and a refrigerator in the house. Both of those was filled with Chick-fil-A. I gave some away, obviously. Um, but it was just, I still don't know. Man, what a time to be alive. There's things that I genuinely just did not appreciate when they were happening. Because to just have your personal Chick-fil-A inside your home. I miss those days. Man. Um, there was, we got so many strawberries from Chick-fil-A. Uh, that I actually made strawberry cupcakes and Ryan's family, they were our Chick-fil-A plug, so they had the same <laughs> resources that we had. They got strawberries, and they made strawberry cupcakes on the same day, and they beat me to the punch, because I, I was going to give them some. They beat me to the punch, and they brought their strawberries over to my house, and their strawberry cupcakes over to my house, and I was like, there are 40 strawberry cupcakes, what am I going to do? <laughs> And I couldn't even, like, give them away because social distancing, stay in your own household. We eventually found a way to give them away responsibly. But, like, it was just insane. Um, I I did banana bread. There was, like, a few crazes, right? Because there was the puzzle craze, which I did so many puzzles. There was this one. It was, it was a picture of a bicycle. I'm good at puzzles. A, a thousand-piece puzzles. I, I'll binge something sit down, maybe a little glass of wine, and just puzzle it up. This bicycle puzzle pissed me off so bad, I have not touched a puzzle since. I have never... I did so many puzzles, and Cameron was so interested, Ryan's little brother. He would, um, whenever he would come over and see me doing the puzzles, he'd be like, oh my gosh, can I help? And he would lose interest. But he thinks that I like puzzles, so he bought me a puzzle for Christmas. That I have not done because I'm like I'm not on quarantine, kid. I'm not gonna sit down and do a puzzle, and I really do want to do it because he he picked it out. It's a good show of mine and everything. How cute! Um, I did the tie dye craze. We tie dyed so much, like, and we did the designs, we, the, the spiral. We did the you know the rubber banding it up and the bleach and whatnot. We tie dyed socks. We tie dyed shirts. We tie dyed pants. We tie dyed pajamas. Like we tie dyed everything. Now when there's like a stain on a shirt that I like, I'm like, oh, we'll just tie dye that. Like literally. <laughs> I refuse to buy anything tie-dye. I did buy this, but it was like $7, so. <laughs> but I refuse to buy anything tie-dye because I'm like, oh no, quarantine gear knows how to tie-dye some stuff. We're not wasting money on that. I did the banana bread phase. Um, you know, you had so many bananas, you didn't want them to go bad. I didn't even get to try it because it was Lent. I, it's just crazy because it's literally this time last year. It's Lent now. It was Lent then. Um, I gave up bread last year, so I didn't even get to try the banana bread. And I didn't make it again because... I was on the strawberries. <laughs> I did key lime. I just, that was something that I enjoyed too, was like being able to cook and bake things that I usually don't get the chance to. Cause like, you know, when you're limited on time, like I'm back at work and things like that, I only, you know, have so many days off. I'm gonna cook what I know. But then when I actually had the time to just like sit in my kitchen, oh, that was very enjoyable. That was, oh, I made quiche. That was great. I, I miss quarantine. <laughs> I miss it so much. I look back to it and I'm like, there's so much I should have done. I should have cleaned up my closet. I, I am kicking myself. Every time I open my closet door, I kick myself and I'm like, you should have did this over quarantine. Oh, so much I should have done. So much I should have done. I should have watched a lot of things. I did watch Tiger King. I fell into that craze. Carol Baskins most definitely killed her husband. Tiger King was, it was an experience. It was an experience and I... You should watch it. You should definitely watch it if you have not, because it, I, I can't even explain the ridiculousness that was that. They all need to be in jail. Anyways, um, 
what a crazy time. I didn't, but there were certain things that I just couldn't watch, um, because it would send me into a depression. <laughs> because I didn't want to see people, like, on islands or on vacation or, like, going to the mall or just doing fun things because I'm like oh no this isn't like I can't do that that's not my reality right now so I really I actually just rewatch things that I've already seen before from fun, from beginning to end which was still enjoyable there are things too that I was like that's probably not good for my mental health right now like 13 reasons why yes I watch 13 reasons why and yes I have opinions on it especially you know well anyways <laughs> that's a something else but like the last season came out and it was like I read the description and it was like oh it's about mental health and I was like oh heck no I was like I cannot watch anybody like battle through their mental health right now because I am struggling to like stay sane no I actually had a really good quarantine I had a okay there was this one day so I am not a big drinker anybody who knows me like knows me knows me knows that I do not drink like I'm not a drinker I'm a drinker now I'm not a drinker now but like I'm a I love me a good glass of wine now. Um, I got very peer pressured by the internet into day drinking just because, you know, everybody was like, we don't know what's happening. Let's day drink. I started drinking at 3 p.m., which for other people is like, that's still late, right? Like, that's almost 5 o'clock. I started drinking at 3 p.m. I don't know when I stopped, but I regretted it it was terrible and I'm not a good drinker like I you know you're supposed to drink water you're supposed to eat food you're supposed to do all this stuff I don't I don't know what I did I do remember eating I don't think I drank any water that night I think I just any liquid that went to my body Ugh. to this day it was Bacardi to this day I I threw up seven times seven I hate I hate throwing up if I can fight throwing up I will if I can force it on the other end sorry if that's TMI I will I hate throwing up if you you obviously can't do this but if you want to piss me off make me throw up somehow and I will oh I hate throwing up it was a great life lesson though because I have not been drunk since disgusting I I don't understand how you can just I didn't I don't think I blacked out I didn't even like have like a head banging hangover like light was sensitive I just felt nauseous the next day I I remember going downstairs the yoga mats were still out that's another thing I did I did a lot of yoga I will say there was like a lot of self-care Whew! what a good time I'm sorry if your quarantine sucked and this sounds insensitive but mine genuinely was really good and I it was so good um but there was I did feel like survivors guilt at some point too because I was like how am I just so well protected and so well covered like I didn't miss a meal I didn't miss a check like nothing um you know I didn't have to worry about like evictions or anything like that like a lot of the things that people are facing and I looked at the numbers every day um and I know some people are like oh you shouldn't look at the news every day you shouldn't look at like negativity every day but like I wanted to look at the numbers because I wanted to be aware that people were people were dying are dying sadly still are and I even New York Times I think when we hit a thousand deaths when it was just a thousand my gosh I cannot um when we hit a thousand deaths I actually like they um the New York Times their front page 
was just like descriptions of some of the lives lost and their age and like their names and I read every single one of them I think there was a hundred on the page maybe I think it might have been I think it was just however many could fit up the whole like the double spread and I read every single one of them because I don't know if you like again I said this on a Wednesday but if you walked out of 2020 the same person or insensitive or selfish or just we all should have walked out of 2020 a better person because it really put life in perspective for me and it hurts my heart to know how many people were just genuinely affected and it's it was really sad I really I struggled a lot with um with just that type of survivor's guilt I guess and just feeling like why them why so many people so many lives oh my gosh I'm gonna get off this topic because it was it was very sad it was very very sad and I encourage you to like mourn the lives as well because those were lives at the end of the day and terrible um well kind of on the same note I guess this isn't depressing I still can't believe that like sports and stuff canceled like I'm not a big sports sports person this is random pick up the mood but when they canceled like March Madness I was like oh like what what and I feel so bad for them too I feel so bad for like the kids that didn't go to prom mm, that didn't get to graduate like uh, and I feel so bad for the March Madness kids I just watched something I'm not gonna spoil it I want to I didn't even watch it but like I whatever there are so many people that uh sports are a big deal to some people so for March Madness like if you're a senior and this was your like this might have been your school's like first time in a tournament or like uh Oh, I just feel so bad. Like, rest in peace to, like, that year. What a crazy year. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And then the racial injustice movement. That's what I'm calling it. On Wednesday, I kind of talked about it, and I was like, what are we calling this? Is this the Black Lives Matter movement, which I don't like to call anymore because Black Lives Matter was completely hijacked. And But the racial injustice movement... Um, even that, like, to, I live in Georgia, I've said this multiple times, and, like, you know, Ahmaud Aubrey obviously, like, happened out here, and, um, just, it, it's just, it's obviously very, like, I can't even, like, put into words, like, I'm obviously tripping over my words, like, the things that, the fear that black people have to face and whatnot, but, I do appreciate the movement that came. Um, obviously, it's unfortunate that we even need a movement, like, sadly. But to live where I live, because I don't live in Atlanta. I know, like, y'all just assume you're a black person in Georgia live in Atlanta. I do not live in Atlanta. I live in a very predominantly um, white area. My county did turn blue, but the county next door to mine did not. And to be, to drive through those downtowns and to see protest meant the world to me. Because in that same downtown, there is a man who owns a business that still says whites only in his window. Yes, it does. In 2020, it said it. I don't know if it did in 2021. I don't know if everybody got him to take it down. We don't want to go in there anyway. Not the point. Not the point. Um, <laughs> but to see people protesting in these, like, very racially tension areas like it meant so much and even like I know people give the black squares a hard time I even kind of poked fun at them on um Wednesday but that meant 
a lot too because even now before I support something or if I support a brand or whatever please believe I scroll back to May last year and I'm like do you have anything like acknowledging that you care about black folks like do you because if you don't I'm not following you I'm not right like I am not um oh what a time and like 50 all 50 states you know did something had a protest at something other countries like I'm a very optimistic person I like to look at the positive instead of the negative like yeah things aren't perfect yeah things haven't like fully changed yeah we're not where we need to be but like a lot of happened that we should take a lot of good from you know like a lot there was in like even the fact that it wasn't a moment, it's a movement. Like, we are still holding people accountable. Like, there is still, you know, you can't just get away with things like that anymore. Um, and to put the pressure on these situations and to put, you know, just the education out there. And I don't know. I'm I'm thankful for what's coming of it. And I choose to look at the positive sides of things. Um, so I know we're not where we need to be, obviously. But, hey. We ain't where we used to be. Um, when we're gonna change the subject, <laughs> when things started opening back up, um, boy, them sales, your girl like the shop, swipe, swipe. <laughs> um, I remember going to, I was still not working yet either, so I would, it was bad. I would literally go from store to store. I was like, we can do a road trip, baby. <laughs> TJ Maxx and Marshalls, this is, yes, this is my safe space. But uh, TJ Maxx and Marshalls are a very close second. Very close second. I, that is my happy place. I love a good scavenger hunt. I love just strolling down the aisles. I mm, love that is my second home. If you need to find me, I'm probably there. When they opened back up, they had so many red tag sales. I have pictures of my basket because I had so many things. If you received a Christmas present from me, it was probably from TJ Maxx. Probably over the summer. Um, Nordstrom's Rack, y'all. Nordstrom's Rack reopened. Nordstrom's Rack, for those of you who do not know, Nordstrom's is a, you know, department store, fancy designer labels, whatever, whatever. And instead of marking their stuff down super clearance or sending their stuff to a TJ Maxx or Marshalls, they send it to their second store called Nordstrom's Rack, which is basically like a higher-end TJ Maxx and Marshalls. So they've already got designer stuff at discounted prices. That's the whole, that's everything in the building, right? They had 40% off of everything. Y'all was the first one through the door, I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't even gonna lie, I was the first one through the door. I was in my car at an ungodly hour and I, I have no regrets. I have no regrets, none. And to this day, I can't even walk into a Nordstrom's rack the same anymore because I'm like, mm. Yeah, this would have been 40% off back in May. <laughs> what a time to be alive. So sad. Um, <laughs> I did go back to work eventually. I went back to work like late, late, late May, basically June. Um, and I was really excited to see all of my coworkers. I miss them so much. And I was excited to get out the house. Ryan never went, um, he was always, he always had to work. He was a medical supplier at the time, so he, he had to work, obviously. And he went somewhere and he was like oh do you want to ride and I was like yeah in my reaction like I was like a puppy in the car I was like oh my gosh look at this look at that and he was like you really don't get out the house do you and I was like no no I do not that is what quarantine is 
I was actually very happy to just like see my good friends again, to get dressed, to put on to put on jeans, to put on clothes, like sweatpants. I would literally wake up, put on, well I'd stay in what I was in, take a shower and put on new pajamas, put on new sweatpants, like, oh, but it was still a wonderful time, wonderful time. Um, but when the fall happened, I got this like insane fatigue. I don't know what that was about. I do not know what that was about. I was just tired every day. And I was like, I know it's not like, yeah, I took two and a half months off from work, but like that's happened before. Like, you know, I don't understand why I am. I was so tired. Like I was so tired, but I also think it was just like the weight of the year kind of crashing down on me. Cause now this time we enter election season. The 2020 election was the, like, most anxiety-filled thing that I have ever experienced in my life. Like, that was the, like, roughest and toughest thing that I... Like, that was probably the saddest part of the year for me. Well, no. I mean, obviously, the deaths. You saw how emotional I just got about the deaths. But, like, that experience was... It was just racial tension. Like I said, I live in a very, um... I live in a city that is very full of racial tension. Well, my neighboring city is very full of racial tension. And every day was just something different. And, like, the tweets and the news and, like, the projections and, like, the uncertainty. And even the fact that, like, 2020 was the year that it was. Um, like, this had to be the election, right? This had to be the election where... We couldn't get just clear, concise results on November 3rd. No, we had to wait. We had to wait days, and we had to wait, oh my gosh, we had to wait days, and then, like, people weren't accepting the results, and I had the pleasure of living in a runoff state. Oh my gosh. What a stressful, stressful time. My gosh. I am very thankful that that election is over. And just, like, oh, that was the most stressful event that I have ever lived, honestly. Like, that was so, so much anxiety. So much um, the holidays were dope. I had a really good time. I will say that, like, again, I'm a very optimistic person. I am all about, like, doing what I can with what I can. So every holiday in 2020, I celebrated. Like, we had a good time. Like, I bought, like, little Dollar Tree decorations. Like, Christmas was bomb. Like, it was a good time. Um, and then New Year's, I did absolutely nothing. <laughs> I think I was just so tired. I think I was so tired and exhausted from just, like, the weight of the year that I was like, as long as we just make it into 2021, glory to God, because what a year. Literally, we just went to Ryan's mom's house. He took a nap until like 11.58. I just talked to her and like, that was it. Like we just, we just celebrated the fact that we made it into the year. Um, my phone is dying. I don't know if it just paused that or not. Oh, well, that's probably my cue then. It's probably time to go. 2020 was a year I just will never ever forget nobody will forget this year right like nobody will forget the things that happened like I just and I didn't even like cover so many things because a lot of things didn't affect me like California being on fire ain't got nothing to do with me um sorry to you guys the windstorm the snowstorm well that was 2021 though wasn't it 2021 was crazy too like that's the thing too is that like y'all were committed to making 2020 drag until like March today, right? Like, cause you know, the treason that happened on January 6th, 
we're not gonna get into it we're talking about 2020 but still the ridiculousness that happened up until crazy 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 i'm glad that this year is behind that that year is behind us i'm glad to be on the other side of it so many people are not guys i really really encourage you to reflect and look back on that year that we've had the year that other people had the year that earth survived and make some changes based on that right please (laughs) you guys life is a conscious decision be a good person because you can may your 2021 be way better than 2020 ever was (laughs) bye